Good day! My name is Sky, and I appreciate you spending some study time with me. I'm here to help you make money in online poker by teaching you key strategies and getting you to take action. I'm in the middle of a one-week break. We're four days in. I got three more days of break from playing poker, and the reason why is because the past few sessions ended poorly for me, terrible result, and I was starting to feel a ton of anger and frustration with poker. And when that happens, I generally take a break and it does me a world of good. In this episode, I want to discuss my break taking process and give you a few steps to help you get back on track when you suffer the same kind of downswing that gets you down. Go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 461 to help you take notes. And while you're there, in the sidebar at the top, sign up for the How to Win Online Poker Workshop, where you can learn the three secrets to become a standout winner in the microstakes. Let's roll. Gambate! It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it! So like I said, I'm in the middle of a one-week break from poker because I was having a rough time at the tables. My bluffs weren't working, no matter the bet size I used, no matter the player I targeted, no matter the board cards, right? Uh, They kept folding to my value bets as well. My pocket aces and pocket kings, it felt like they just kept getting cracked. My top pair top kicker kept getting sucked out on on the river, or the turn by a two pair hand or better just happened over and over again. I was uh, just losing way too much. Things weren't going well for me. And you can guess my mood, right? We've all been there, done that with this kind of stuff. I was just really frustrated and angry. And it seemed like I was quick to tilt in every session. As soon as one thing went wrong, the anger, this feeling started to spiral. I'm not telling you this for any kind of sympathy because we've all, like I said, been there, done that. And there's nothing special about this bad downswing. And I would say it's mostly my fault. I was playing distracted. I wasn't removing my hand from my mouse for any big decisions. I wasn't thinking about their uh what they raised me on the turn or when they shoved on the river i wasn't thinking about their range all i was concerned with was my the strength of my hand so i think all these losses they were truly my fault so i decided to take a break and i'm following a simple two-step process for returning to the tables that i've developed in the past through my multiple other down swings and i want to share this two-step process with you step number one is take a break from playing poker. Yeah, just get away from the tables. For me, playing angry just leads to more tilt and more bad decisions and more money lost. And here's the great thing about taking a break. You can't lose money no matter how angry or tired or frustrated or upset you are if you're not playing. That's why this is step one. It's the best way to cut the losses. If you're a live player, don't go to the card room. If you're online like me, Don't fire up Ignition, America's Card Room, Poker Stars, GG Poker, none of that stuff. Now, I'm not a professional player, so taking a break from the tables, it's completely fine with somebody like me. But if you are a pro, you might have to follow a different path, maybe take a shorter break than my usual one-week breaks, or just figure out ways to play through their anger and tilt, get beyond it more quickly. That's not what this episode is about. This episode's mainly built towards the recreational players, the people who just play for a hobby, trying to make a side income, and you want to deal with your downswings uh, logically and smartly. Taking a break from playing does not mean that you're going to be taking a break from poker altogether. So like what I know always happens with me, you might have had a run of bad cards and bad results. 
but I guarantee that the poker leaks that you had prior to your bad run, they're still there. So instead of playing poker, instead of allowing these leaks to continue losing you money, or maybe your anger and tilt building up continue, you know, to lead to more losses, you can spend your time, your poker time, working to understand and plug your league. On day one of your break, this is what I want you to do. Analyze your recent statistics and your win rates. And of course, you can download a tracker on today's show notes page if you've never done this before. And there's a couple videos there to help you out as well. When you analyze your numbers, you might find leaks like losing too much when you're calling three bets preflop or losing too much when you're calling C bets. Or maybe you find that, oh my gosh, my donking on the flop costing me a ton of money or limping preflop is costing you a ton of money. I guarantee that whatever leaks you find, you did not plug those leaks leading up to the break during your downswing. Those leaks are still there. So instead of playing poker, those leaks will not be losing you money. You can instead spend your poker time studying to plug those leaks. I recommend to just choose one of your leaks or even just some kind of strategy you want want to work on, like check raise bluffing or donk betting on turns. Whatever it is, choose one and just get to work. Watch a few videos, take some notes, read a chapter in a book, take some notes, listen to a podcast, take some notes, read an article, take some notes, talk to your coach, take some notes. From your notes, you want to create action steps to help you purposefully practice the strategies for when you return to the tables. And also, during the study time, do a ton of hand history reviews and at least a full hand reading exercise, at least one every day. Also, a good recommendation for while you're studying, review all the all of the big losses that played that were getting you angry that were leading to tilt. And I guarantee, like I mentioned earlier, the downswing, it probably wasn't just a bad run of cards. You want to take responsibility and just assume that you are making mistakes in these big losing hands. This time off is your opportunity to build your skills and correct your mistakes. So assuming that you're making mistakes, it's more likely going to lead to you finding mistakes in all of these big losing hands. Now, when you return to the tables, you can do it with a mission because you created action steps from the items that you studied, and you're going to use those action steps as the strategies you're going to be working on. And so now that you've spent a week studying, or however long you feel is necessary, generally, I take a week for myself. It's time to return to the tables. And this leads us into step two. Make a game change for fun. Now, I'm an online cash game player, No Limit Hold'em, and I used to be an avid sit-and-go player. I loved sit-and-goes, loved tournaments as well, but sit-and-goes are so quick, you still get that tournament kind of structure. Just really enjoyed that form of poker. Instead of going back to cash, oftentimes my first session back, I'm going to fire up some sit-and-goes. Usually low-stake stuff, $1.50, $3.00, sit-and-goes, just to get back in it and try to have some fun. When you're playing sit-and-goes, or when I'm playing sit-and-goes, it's still no limit hold'em, but it's a different format that requires some different strategies. And thinking about those strategies, playing things and looking at things a little bit differently, it makes poker fun for me again which is opposite of how I was feeling about poker during that downswing. Now, here's another thing, and I do this every week, actually. Home games can be a ton of fun, depending on the kind of home game you play. If you play home games where everyone's playing the exact same game that you play online or that you play to the card room, maybe not as fun. Maybe you can convince your your, your home gamers to, to do dealer's choice and play something different. But I play in a weekly game 
where we hardly ever play Hold'em. We only play one round of Hold'em at the end of the night. Throughout the home game session, it's dealer's choice, and we're playing all these kinds of crazy community card games with draws. It's always high or low with the declare. Now, in these home games, like I said, we play Hold'em at the end of the night as a final round of play. But let me tell you how we do it. This is a high-low Hold'em with a draw. So cards play just like in Hold'em, so there's no declaring high or low this time. Everyone gets two cards, and there's a flop, a turn, and a river, like normal. However, here's where the draw comes in. If the board pairs, we have a round of betting and then a draw. After the draw, another round of betting, and then the next board card comes. And it's great when the draw helps you out. For example, you have, let's say you have uh, uh, ace-10. The flop comes king-7-7. Seven, seven. It's a pair on the board, means you can draw. There's a round of betting because the flop just came out. Let's assume nobody bet. You have ace-10 on the king-7-7, seven, seven. no need for you to bet. So now it's time to draw. You discard the 10 and you get a, a deuce. Now you have ace-deuce on the king-7-7. Seven, seven. You now have the nut low. Assuming a deuce or an ace doesn't hit on the turn or river, your ace-deuce will at least take half of the pot. Or, let's say on the king-7-7, seven, seven, you hold jack-6, you discard the jack, and you get 7 for trip-7s! Awesome! Or maybe, when you discard that jack, you get an ace. Now you have a shot at the low with ace-6. Or maybe you hold king-queen. Oh, two pair, kings and sevens, right? Discard the queen. You might get a king or a seven for a full house. So play something fun like this to get your juices flowing for poker again. Whatever is fun for you, go ahead and do that. Here's an alternative step number two. It's to play a lower stake. So instead of switching games, like going to sit and goes, sometimes I'll just drop down in stakes when I return to the felt. So normally I play 10 and L or 25 and L, uh, no limit hold'em cash games. So what I'll do, if I just want to play no limit hold'em, I'll often drop down to $5 buy-ins. And the reason for that, it's less money on the line, and it allows me to try to have more fun and to test out the strategies I learned during that one-week break. When you return and you have some poor results right away, it can quickly bring back that anger and the tilt. But at a lower stake, the money lost is less of a concern. Of course, you don't like losing. No one likes losing again, right? After a break, the goal is to come back refreshed, play well, earn money, have good results. But it seems to help keep the anger at bay if you do continue losing. But now it's a lower buy-in. Plus, here's a great thing. At that lower stake, your opponents, just in general, are probably not as strong as those higher stake opponents. So you're more likely to outplay them and book those wins that your mindset may desperately need. And that actually leads me to my final point. This isn't a step number three. We only have two steps with that alternative step of playing a lower stake. But this is a good idea to book a win and any win. So those prior losses that you suffered, those were leading to anger and tilt and the need to take a break. You probably desperately wanted to book a win during that time. And when you return, you want to book a win right now. So end your session, your first session back. End it as soon as you're up just a few dollars. You just spent that time on the entire week working on your game. This small win is proof that your time was well spent. And it just feels really good to book the win. You don't have to return. If you normally play one or two hour sessions, you don't need to play that that long once again. Just come back, book a win. 
I'll often end my first session back after just 10 minutes if I'm up just 10 big blinds. And the reason why, it just feels good to book that win after having all that ugly, frustrating losses due to that uh, downswing. And that good feeling of booking the win, it's going to go a long way to stoking the fire for continued poker play and continued studying in the days and weeks to come. Challenge! Here's my challenge to you for this episode. The next time a downswing happens and anger and tilt are affecting your play and your enjoyment of poker, take a break. Follow the steps I've given you here and see if a little study break plus a change in games can get your poker journey back on track. Now it's your turn to take action and do something positive for your poker game. Oh, that's it now. Get out there and be somebody. Alrighty, thank you so much for listening today. Go to the show notes page to help you take notes, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 461. And on the sidebar, sign up for the How to Win Online Poker Workshop. That's where you're going to learn the three secrets to become a standout winner in the microstakes. Alrighty, good luck in the future overcoming those downswings. And until next time, take action both on and off the felt to become the player that you want to be.